Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is the 6th, April 6th, 2023. What is happening? Thanks for joining us on today's show. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a concept, betting on information. Because this is something I think is really important. I think this is something a lot of people do. And it's really not a good way to approach sports betting, but it seems like it's like the main way that a lot of people out there, especially in the public, do approach betting on sports. So why betting on information is not a great approach. And we'll talk about what that even means, right? A lot of you may be saying, what do you mean betting on information? Isn't that what we always do? Not necessarily. So we'll talk about that on today's show. Special thanks to Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is your headquarters for player props and player prop parlays. Now make sure Thrive is legal in your state. They're not actually legal in, in, in a lot of states. I've heard from some listeners say, hey, I signed up, can't get money in. Make sure Thrive Fantasy is acceptable and legal where you live. If they are, I recommend signing up, getting in their daily fantasy contests or uh, parlaying some player props together. So much fun. By the way, their DFS contests, you make a lineup with player props. It's so much fun. Make sure they're legal in your state. Sign up today with Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD and you're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, Betting on information. This is something that is really, really important and is not talked about nearly enough because I think it's just sort of assumed this is how a lot of people bet. And also, I've talked about this before. There are so many bad media outlets out there who talk about sports betting. And I even mean the ones on ESPN, Fox, CBS. Sometimes those are the worst. You get these, you know, corporate... People just hire some sports guys to come talk about betting. It's it's not good information. So that's why I think this isn't talked about enough. I think a lot of people are betting this way, which is not a good approach. So betting on information. Let's start with what does it even mean to bet on information? What does that mean? Betting on information is Anyone out there, you, betting because you hear some specific piece of news, whether it's player news, a player's out or hurt, travel news, maybe a team got delayed or their flight or whatever, Uh, maybe the, the fire alarm got pulled at their hotel last night, whatever it is, a lot of you out there hear news, react to the news, and then bet on that reaction. Um, If you compare it to other ways, you may say, okay, how else is there a bet? Like, what other ways do people bet? Well, people bet statistically, okay? People ignore some of this stuff. Well, I don't think you you can ever ignore information, which we'll get to this, but uh, other ways people bet are statistically, right? Just pure statistics, uh, trends, which kind of falls under the stat uh, category, but trends, right? Uh, uh, This team is 10 and 2, their last 12 Thursday night football games. Some of you bet that way. Uh, Some of you just simply pick the better team and ignore the price. That seems pretty common as well. But essentially, all of these are different ways that everyone out there decides to make a bet. And that's what you have to ask yourself. Why are you making that bet? Are you betting on this team because they're the better team and minus 150 doesn't look too bad? Are you betting on this team because they're your favorite team, you're going to the game? Are you betting on this team because their best player is out? Okay, a lot of you out there will bet for any given reason. And, and sometimes maybe you don't even have that conversation with yourself. Sometimes you're so, you're so ingrained to your process that you just make these bets. So betting on information, I don't think is a great thing, even though I would say that's what the vast majority of public bettors do. Let's give an example. Joel Embiid isn't playing tonight, right? Or not tonight. It's just, you know, an example. If Joel Embiid is ruled out or if LeBron James is injured, Or if Mike Trout is taking the day off. Here's why that's not a good approach. A lot of you out there will say, wait, Mike Trout's taking the day off? I'm betting on the Angels. Or 
or I'm betting against the Angels, or, oh, Joel Embiid's not playing tonight, I'm betting against the 76ers, or LeBron's coming back tonight, oh, man, I'm betting on the Lakers, or whatever it might be. Unless you are hearing about any of this news before anyone else, unfortunately, these aspects are completely not bettable. These are unbettable angles, and here's why. 99% of the time, the vast majority of the time, for something as serious as like a LeBron injury or or a a Mike Trout or Joel Embiid, even role players, okay? For something like that that will impact the line, most of the time, like I said, 99% of the time about, the line will have moved literally the second this information came out. And that doesn't mean the second it was reported to you on ESPN or the second that you read about it on Twitter or heard about it on TikTok on your phone, because that news came out probably 15 minutes to 30 minutes, maybe even an hour before you heard about it. So by the time you get to it, it's already been picked and gone over and the line has moved reflecting that information. That's the issue is a lot of you out there bet too late on information that's already moved the price. Let's use an example that a lot of us are used to in the everyday world. Let's use buying a car. I think this is a good example for uh, pricing changes or pricing information. So let's say you've done your homework, you're going to buy a car, and you are confident. You know this car is $30,000, okay? That's how much it should be. Used, right? So used car, and I don't want to get in like the whole monotony of the car losing value or this or that. Let's just go with some basic bullet points of this example, okay? You're buying a car used, and you've done your homework, you've talked to Kelly Blue Book, you've gone and talked to 10 dealerships, you've talked to people online who know, you know this car's worth $30,000, okay? That's how much it's worth. And luckily, they're selling it for $30,000. Seems like a good deal, okay? Or at least a fair deal. So you go to the dealership, and you look and notice there's some body damage, there's, there's a few scratches, and the dealership acknowledges this, okay? And so the dealership says, yeah, you know what? This damage on the outside of the car, it's worth about $2,000, So you're going to do your due diligence. You're going to take your car to your own mechanic, maybe a couple of the mechanics, get a quote, see what they say. And sure enough, all the mechanics you take the car to agree the dealership was right. That damage is worth about $2,000 of the car. So you pay $2,000. Essentially, you've got the car as you would have bought it, $30,000 used, right? So after all this $30,000 car that has about $2,000 worth of damage, how much is the car now worth? And again, we're not going to get into, well, technically, if you multiply it, no, if you're a mechanic out there, just work with me. We're, we're trying to be simple here, okay? So if it's a $30,000 car and there's $2,000 worth of damages, it's obviously worth $28,000 now. That's very simple math. So let's play out a scenario. Let's say that uh, this, this dealership uh, never told you in the first place it would be $2,000, okay? Let's just say it was sort of up in the air and it was kind of ambiguous, but you, you agreed it had body damage and that wasn't a good thing. Well, let's say this dealership is new. They're not very good at pricing cars, don't really know what they're doing. So they say to you, hey, look, look, I, I see there's some body damage, some scratches. How about we knock off five grand? Okay, let, we'll, we'll charge you $25,000 for the car. And you say... Hell no. Why would I buy a car with body damage? Show me something else. This is ridiculous. I don't want this car with body damage. What just happened was you just passed on a great deal because you didn't understand the price had already changed based on the information. Okay. The car was worth $30,000. They didn't know the price. In this, in this little scenario we gave, you didn't know the price. So he goes, eh, it's worth 30000 I see some damage out here. Let's knock five grand off. That's a great deal for you. You should immediately say, deal. 
25,000, let's buy it. Why? Because you're getting a $3,000 savings. It should be worth 28,000. They didn't know that. You got a great deal. What a lot of you do, if Patrick Mahomes is ruled out, you'll say, well, I'm betting against the Chiefs, or you'll just pass altogether, right? But you're not understanding the line was Chiefs minus seven, and the line is now Chiefs plus two and a half, whoever they're playing. So even if you're betting on or against the Chiefs, the line has moved. Whatever you do, the line's already moved and dictated what the line should be. If you pass on a $25,000 car that's worth $28,000 because, quote-unquote, there's body damage, that's not good for you. That's not a good decision you made. It's irrelevant that the car has body damage because you're getting a great deal. Stop focusing on the information and start figuring out how much the information should be priced, what it should cost, and then make a decision from there. So that's essentially why betting on information is a bad thing. By the time you get to the line or to the sports book, the line's moved. By time, in, the, in the car example, the, 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 the price has changed. There's damage, the price has changed. You need to understand when a good deal is a good deal or when they're screwing you. Now, here's the elephant in the room. This is one thing. It's like, okay, how do we do that, (laughs) right? How do we come up with those numbers? Because it is okay sometimes to bet on information when you simply disagree with the pricing. Let's say, in our example, I know Patrick Mahomes is worth uh, 11 points, but they're only downgrading nine points. So let's say the Chiefs were minus seven, and now they're plus two. And I go, wait a minute. The Chiefs should actually be plus four. Well, that's a scenario where I, being very, very confident they got the number wrong, will make the bet. It all comes down to, though, pricing things correctly. So a little elephant in the room, like I said, you may say, wait a minute, I'm not some mathematician. How are we supposed to find out how much Aaron Rodgers is worth or, or LeBron James is worth, right? I mean, I can't just pull that out. And what I would say is go back. And what you can do is go to certain websites like pregame.com. And they have all of the lines archived from pretty much every major sport for the last like year. So what you can do is go see what happened in certain games when players were ruled out and simply work backwards or backtrack and see what the line opened up at. Let's say you go back to the Sixers Nuggets a couple, uh, like a week or two ago. Joel Embiid sat out. That didn't get announced till about the day of the game, if not, if not right before, uh, day of the game, if not the day before the game. So what you can do is go look at what the line opened up at and then you can see everything's timestamped. The line moves are timestamped. You can see when, when Embiid was ruled out, how much the line moved. And you can say, oh, interesting. The line moved five points. That must mean Joel Embiid is worth roughly five points. Let's see how much it moves next time he's ruled out, right? So that's how betters without some complex, fancy algorithm, well, how are we supposed to do it? There's a lot of ways to do these little math things in, in sports betting without being a mathematician. And that's one way to do it. And it may not work for every player. There's a lot of players who haven't been ruled out recently, so on and so forth. But you can do this with Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, LeBron James, like a lot of important players who have missed time. You can do this with all of them. In hockey, you can do it with Nathan McKinnon. You can even do it season by season. Go see what the Avalanche were last year, favored against certain teams. And then after the offseason, offseason moves, see what they're favored this year. And you'll obviously have to look at other teams. But if you backtrack, there are ways to find out what lines do and what markets do after information is released. The one thing everyone here today listening needs to understand is that if you're going to bet that way, and if you're going to hear on ESPN that whoever Patrick Mahomes is ruled out, and then you're going to go to your sports book and make the bet against the, against the chiefs, be careful because more times than not, you're all, you're just buying into a line that's already moved. You think you're getting a good deal, 
right? What if I said, "Hey, nice. Uh, why'd you bet against the Chiefs?" Duh, bro. Mahomes is out. It's like, yeah, but the line's moved. The line ref- reflects the idea that Mahomes is out. The only time you can ever bet with information is if you beat that line move. Is if the Chiefs are, pl- are minus seven, and before they move to plus two or plus two and a half, you get their opponent at plus seven. That's when you want to bet on information. The only unfortunate part is that rarely, rarely happens for the public sports better. So that's why it's not good to bet on info. Generally, lines have moved and generally you think you're getting a good deal when really you're either getting a fair or even a bad deal at the end of it. So, all right. Appreciate everyone listening. Good luck. Whatever you have going on today or tonight. A lot of stuff going on today, right? Full slate of MLB, some hockey, well, NBA. So whatever you have, hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily. 